It's breaking me. It's breaking me. Yeah. That was a warehouse. And the two main characters suck. No! No, 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 no! No! I love this movie. Just elevators and hand jobs. That's true love. I have pushed the button. We are ready to go. All right. I'm Desiree. And I'm Virginia. And this is... That's not, that's not how, how I remember, remember it. it. Yay. Yay, hooray. What's up? What's up? I'm going to make a quick adjustment if you hear a little... Dumping. Oh my goodness. Okay. Already falling apart. Already falling apart. <laughs> Alright, so... Here we are, back. Yes. Again. Again. We go away for a while, and then you think, are they ever going to post one again? And then randomly, we're like, ha-ha! We decided to. Because you know why? Because we're not make, we're not getting paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're, this is a hard leisure. We're closing our gap a little bit. It yeah. Has, it's been less... It has been, like, months this time. Exactly. See? So we can do it. progress. All right, so... What? So our movie this week, we uh, could jump right into it. We did um, Jungle to Jungle, jungle. with one Mr. Tim Allen and his yeah. 90s 90s. Oh my god. Nine, very 90s uh, Disney specifically. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so... So yeah, this movie was, uh, let's see, how I remembered it. Well, I talked about how I kind of remembered it. Um, it met some of those expectations. I mean, I kind of, I was suspecting, obviously, I was ready for this movie to be, like, more problematic than I initially realized when I saw it when I was younger, obviously. But, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely was pretty bad about a lot of things. It was not quite as blatant about some things as I expected it to be, but yeah, it was still very 90s. Yeah. I I definitely could, so I, I totally see why I loved this movie. I mean, because one, I was like about 12 or 11 when I saw it, I oh, think. Oh yeah, so, me too. I mean, I was like, you know, definitely had a, a crush on Mimi Siku. Mm-hmm. All about that. Oh, yeah. I think that's probably most of what I liked about it. Um, Something, though, that Tom pointed those out to me at the beginning of the movie changed the entire experience for me. Uh, <laughs> Mimi Siku looks like Eleven from Stranger Things. And if you watched... What? Really? What, you rewatch, I swear to God, look at, like, pictures. Look at his little face. And there were moments oh, where he no. looked—he like specifically looked like Eleven when she was wearing the blonde wig. Oh. <laughs> okay, maybe I can and see the, that now. He, I, when he's like, I don't know what, you know, things are in your world. Oh. Okay. So where do we want to start? Do you want to start with the mom? I kind of want to talk about the mom for a second. Yeah. Okay. So, um. The mom, yeah, the mom, the kid's mom, Mimi Siku's mom, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was pretty cool. Like, she was all like, oh, I just hang out in the jungle and do doctor shit. Uh, I thought she was a terrible mother. Why? Because, well, kind of a terrible person. And she, okay, she left her husband and was just like, I'm leaving you to go to another country. The, and then, I mean, it must have been not that long after, like, you know, she went to this other country, and she's pregnant, and it's just like, you know what? I'm not going to tell him about it. Then raises his child without ever, like, really telling him about his dad. And then barely teaches him English. Like, she teaches him English, yeah, I but, like, you know what he reminded weird. me of in the beginning? Yeah. Was fucking Kevin from The Office when he's, like, trying to <laughs> say words. It was kind of weird that, like, she never taught him better English than that. Like, I feel like that was not realistic. Like, in the, like, she would have spoken English to him. Like, he would have picked it up. Like, you know, I don't know. Exactly. 
he would he would have been able to sound like she sounded like she could speak English yeah. perfectly. So if she had just talked to him like that, like as well as other language, he could have been like. But he was like fluent in one language and then like spoke broken English, and I'm like, you yeah. easily could have. And then also, what was her plan? Was she training him as a doctor? So she was going to be the only doctor for this village? And then when, what does she do? She dies? And then what? It's not her responsibility to always provide a doctor for everybody in the world. But she's... What? <laughs> but... but for this specific village, she chose to be in this village and chose to be their doctor. And then, like, is she teaching I'm anybody? I'm not going to hold her responsible for that. Like, that's a bit much. But I, I do think that the the whole dad not telling the dad thing was shitty. But it sounds like he was being shitty, too. Like, he was, like, not paying attention. And he was, like, she was, like, the fifth phone line was being installed and all that. And he kept, like, getting, like, he wasn't paying attention yeah, to anybody else. Yeah, I, I, I get both sides of it. But in the end, it really just came out. It came down to just communication. <laughs> like, maybe wait a second and, like, try to just talk about some things before you just, like, fuck off to another country forever. But they had been married for a while, hadn't they, when that happened? And then, like... I guess, yeah. She was like, and you said you didn't want kids and all that, so I didn't... I don't know. Not, like, excusing know. what she did, but I didn't think she was that terrible. Mm, I thought, I don't know. I was kind of like, you should have told him. That's messed up. Yeah, I mean, that part is messed up. Well, it was just in the fact, in the the movie, you know, she's kind of made to seem, like, kind of innocent, you know, of of it all, in a way. And then, like, like he's, oh, man, city guy coming in here, and he's so dumb, and he's not good with kids. And it's like, oh, but she raised him here, and it was fine, and she's happy. It's like, yeah, but she fucked up. She fucked up. You can say that. Well, she even was like, I did the wrong thing, but, like, don't hold it against him or whatever, you know? Well, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I see why she had flaws, but I didn't hate her that much. Not as much as I, I hated Charlene or whatever her name was. She was annoying as shit. Oh, God. Yeah, you know, not not the best written women in this movie, no, I will say. definitely not. Not, not great. Um, yeah, Darlene was a nightmare. And, the, oh, we'll get into that stuff. Okay. So what do you think of the whole island stuff, too? Well, it was it an island? I thought it was, like, in the rainforest. No, not, no, well, not an island. It was just a village. Yeah. Well, this movie definitely reminded me of why I never want to go to the Amazon. Because I know they definitely played up all the, like, piranha, giant spider stuff but also like that's kind of real and I don't want to get eaten but also like it didn't it just looked weird like it didn't look like it was really like you could tell all the animals and stuff were planted I don't know it just oh yeah of course very like fake you know like and it was very pretty and then the whole way like they did the interaction with the tribe and everything was obviously very like uh, like huh you cut out oh sorry no you go oh uh, i don't know i was just, it was just very like oh, 90s you know like we think we're being kind of progressive but really we're being really bad <laughs> like yeah, 90s disney woke of like yeah. look look at these indigenous people in this place. It's like, yeah, but, mm, yeah. oh, the, like, it, it was, it, like, you know, it was his response to it all that was, like, the worst part of it. And Yeah, it, he was very, um, I don't know. It was not quite as, like, flat-out racist as I thought it might be. Like, I thought there would be, like, some straight-up, like, racist shit said it was all just implied kind of you know but well so like well actually it's funny the most like blatant racist thing was more in the like when he was, was in, the in city. new york yeah there was some yeah. shit in new york that was straight up racist i was like what the fuck yeah but yeah in the in the yeah in the tribe or whatever it was not that bad but it was definitely the whole like like oh all they they only eat gross things yeah and, 
oh, look at how they sleep and they all fart together, which I was like, did you need that many fart? Did we even need that many rapid fire fart jokes? Yeah. Some of the like the the lines that they were really hoping were going to be the zingers. I was just like, I'll just micro fall asleep during this and I'll wake up when the line is done. It was very imperialist. It was very like, <laughs> look at how these people live. You know, it's so different from us. Yeah. Like, kind of thing. Yeah. And then, I don't know, Tim Allen, like, I I liked Tim Allen. I find him very funny in certain things, but he was just not zinging it in this one. Like, the only person who I think ever really made me laugh out loud was Martin Short, and that was mostly, yeah. like, physical comedy shit, like... It, he he always, like, he's never not good, even yeah. when he's in, like, <laughs> you know? And so, like, Mar- Martin Short's always the the star, kind of. Like, he's always chewing up the scenery, so it's easy to, like, be entertained by him. Yeah. Even when it's, like, stupid. Because his character was kind of fucking... Yeah. Dumb as hell. All the characters were pretty flat. Yeah. He, I mean, of, of, as far as, like, it was such a mixed bag for me with that character, too, because at first I was like, well, of all the people so far, like, he's being the coolest to Mimi Siku. Like, his family was the nicest to Mimi Siku of anybody. And he was, like, immediately, like, trying to be cool with him and bond with him and stuff. And he was, like, just in a spazzy way. Yeah. Until later. <laughs> Well, okay, there were, like, so many things with Mimi Siku and, like, the way they reacted to him that just seemed, like, so ridiculous. Like, first of all, like, they didn't buy the kid any clothes. Like, he came through Caracas. Like, Caracas is not a tiny backwater town. Like, there were plenty of places there you could have bought the child some clothes. Like, and then it's like he's just walking all over New York in this loincloth. Because we have to, like, make sure we know he's different, you know, like... Yeah. And all this shit. And then when he ate the cat food and they all were, like, puking and shit, I was like, okay. So it's a little gross, but I would not, like, puke all over the place if I saw somebody eating some cat food. That was not that... I mean, that's not that nasty. It's not human food, but it's, like, it's food. It's not like he was eating poop. Yeah, and they all just, like, start puking everywhere, and I'm like... What this is total overreaction. Oh, well, every every single thing with Darlene was an overreaction. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, that fucking spider. Oh my god. Oh, that tarantula. I was always more worried about the tarantula than anybody else. I was always like, I was like, oh, I hope no one stomps on that poor dude. By the way, okay, I know tarantulas. They're supposed to be scary or whatever, right? Like, they're, they're not really when you think of it because their venom isn't even, like, super poisonous or deadly. Like, they're not actually as deadly as people think they are. They're just making scary. But can I... I... When they run, it is kind of hilarious. <laughs> when a tarantula is just crawling, it's creepy because their legs are... But when they're running, they're like... Ah! Like, their arms are, like, flapping. Like, they're just kind of flapping around as they run. It's, like, spazzy and, like, a muppet. I don't know. It made me laugh. He was the star of the show. <laughs> I couldn't tell... I mean, obviously, sometimes it was not a real tarantula. Like, it was some kind of puppet or something, like... And those parts were really goofy. Like, on the beach, when it was chasing Tim Allen, and he's, like, running from it, like... I think that was a fake tarantula, because there's no way they would have got that shit to go, like, perfectly in the right direction. I do specifically, though, remember, like, watching a thing on the Disney Channel when this movie came out, and it was, like, a behind-the-scenes thing, and I, like, I just remember this whole thing about the spider, and even though, like, for that scene, like, it was, like, obviously, you know, not a real spider, but for the most part, that was the real spider, like, whenever you saw it running towards people or, like, walking towards people. Yeah. I believe it. Actual tarantula. Yeah. Definitely, like, some of the close-ups and shit, like, there's... No way they could have faked that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was very, it was very silly a lot of the time. And I don't know, which, you know, it's inevitable because it's a kid's movie. So it has to be like very low stakes, like peril and everything. But 
I don't know. It was just a little... The lowest of stakes. Yeah. Like, even when he literally climbed on top of the Statue of Liberty, I was not worried for him. Yeah. Like, just the way it was done and everything, it didn't seem like you really need... Like, I don't know. I was never... Like, you weren't really supposed to be worried about him. No, it was like, even when he... Yeah. Wanted to be more of a comedy than anything else. Yeah, they were really trying to like all the, and the least funny stuff was like the intentional comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and and honestly, and there were moments where it was like almost a good, this okay. This got me is like they had these moments where it was like trying to get like heartfelt or whatever. And so when he's like talking to. Like Tim Allen's talking to Mimi Siku, trying to be like, you know, about the obligation thing, and like, no, I want you around. Like, I want to do it. Like, it was getting to something where I was like, this could be like sweet. You know, we could go on this a little bit more. But then after that, after that, immediately it's like, oh, but you're gonna go spend the night at my friend's house so that I can bang my fiance who needs more attention than you do. She's more important. Do you understand that this person is more important than you? I love you. Okay, bye. Like that. That was just so like, what a choice to make there. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I don't know. I mean, I felt like he. I did kind of. I didn't super hold that against him because I did feel like he was trying to like be better to like two people who had very like opposite incentives or like didn't mesh well together you know like yeah but he was being so like he was trying so hard to be like oh i see both sides of this i'm being so understanding of of my fiance but she didn't really deserve it all the time i mean there are moments when he really needed to be like okay so this is my child's like i have to i have to like bond and pay attention to this child because it's my child like I know I didn't know about it you didn't know about it but he's a part of my life and it's like if you're gonna be a part of my life I don't know I don't know I did not like her at all and I felt like he was way too nice to her all the way through into the end even and like never really stood up to her about it and I felt like that would have been nice if they had a scene like that because in the end he kind of just like oh okay I'm gonna go to the island and not tell you just like my wife did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then he's going to be together. He's going to call her in 13 years and be like, I, I, I had our baby. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was a very weird, uh, their relationship was very weird. Like, I wasn't 100% sure what they were going for there. Like, they kind of made her sort of gold diggery sometimes, but then, like, I don't know. Was she? Because she had her own, like, design, like, fashion company, yeah, right? Yeah, then I kind of got the feeling that they were going for, like, she was kind of, like, using him a little bit or something. With that whole thing with the guy with the camera that was following <laughs> them around and everything. I don't know, like... Oh, my God, that was cracking. Yeah, that, that actor, uh, year, a couple years after this, would end up being on Star Trek Enterprise. Oh. Uh, yeah, he's an Australian actor. and But I was cracking up. I was like, oh, my God, they really, like, just made him... I felt like they were trying to go for a Billy Idol thing, but because it was 1997, I was like... That just looks like Spike from Buffy. He yeah. literally just looks exactly like Spike from Buffy. And I feel like anybody like at the time watching the movie would have been like, what? Because he wasn't a known actor yet. So it would be like, why is Spike um, in this movie? Yeah. Following this lady. Oh, they were, it had very like 1997 look, like the clothes and everything. And everything was very 1997. Oh. And little Lily Sobieski in her, you know, little dress, 
like everybody used to wear those dresses. I don't know what you call that. So ugly. Yeah, that have the like short like spaghetti straps, and then it's kind of square like across your chest. It wasn't even spaghetti strap. It was like kind of the thicker straps, and then it went all the way up to like the yeah. high, not high collar, but the scoop collar. But it was still kind of high up. Yeah. And then it was very kind of like boxy uh-huh. and made out of like that weird shiny like yeah. material. They only look good on people who are like straight as a rail. Like if you have any kind of curve or anything, you look like you're like squished or something because they're so boxy. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, an interesting time for fashion. Yeah, not good. Not, not a good, good. time. <laughs> but I feel like men, like, they all wore, like, dad clothes back then, too. Like, and Tim Allen, he really rocked the dad look, like, hardcore then. That was really the... I mean, that was his identity in the yeah, 90s. That was, like, the height of the Tim Allen dad thing. Yeah. That tool time look. Yeah. I feel like he's kind of underrated, like, in general, Tim Allen is, like... I actually like Tim Allen, but I also kind of wonder how much Tim Allen, like, wants to have to do more challenging things, or if he's, like, just give me easy shit that will make a lot of money. I don't know. I feel like he's a mix, you know? Like, he doesn't seem like, I mean, I don't think he's, like, a hard, hard person to work with or anything, but he doesn't seem like he's necessarily people's, like, first choice of, like, I don't know. I've heard always, like, different things about Tim Allen, but I think he's, I think when he's, like, it's kind of how I feel about Nicolas Cage in a way where I think he's one of those actors, if he's, like, utilized correctly by, like, a good director and good writers, then I think he could be really good. I mean, like, our, our you know, Galaxy Quest conversation, like, yeah. that was an, that is the prime example of that. I mean, I think what, that's one of the best movies he's ever done. Well, like because Toy of his, Story, I think he's really... And like, Toy Story, yeah. And Toy Story, and actually has more depth in that than in a lot of other shit. Yeah. And I even like the Santa Claus movie. I haven't seen any of the other ones, but I liked the first one. Oh, I always liked the first one. Yeah. It's a special place in my heart. Well, that one was, I mean, when you compare a movie like that, a family movie like that to this kind of fucking family movie, it's just, you know, you yeah. can't hold a candle. It's because it actually had like, a story and a plot and you know an actual like emotional conflict that he had to deal with you know with all like it you know with the stuff with his son i remember being like oh yeah i fucking care about this a lot yeah. like and in this movie you're just like none of the stuff you, with your relationship with this kid is earned yeah like it's not i like the moments when they were like bon- i don't know i don't know when they were like able to bond it was like weird and forced and kind of came out of nowhere from his side of it yeah i think he and that kid didn't have maybe as good a chemistry as him and the other kid and the other one too like and it was a different age group you know it's a slightly older kid so it's kind of a that's not necessarily a time in your life where you're like super close to your parents anyway so i don't know yeah I mean, this was a movie that was clearly, I mean, this is directed at the children more than anything. Yeah. So, I mean, clearly directed at preteen girls. I just felt like there was a lot of, like, stuff with maybe Seagull, especially walking around his, like, loincloth and stuff with girls being like, ah, and it's like, see girls, don't you like this? Yeah. And, I mean, it definitely as an adult, I'm like, mm, that makes me uncomfortable. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of them being like, "Uh uh-oh, did he give her a pot? (laughs) And, like, I was like, what comes after that? (laughs) We don't need Uh, to talk. uh, uh, (laughs) Bang that chick in the the hammock. Yeah, I I was like, whoa, you guys thought that? Because, like, when he was, like, upset, I'm like, okay, I get it. You know, they should have fallen asleep in the hammock. But the way he, I realized, like, they straight up thought they banged, banged. And I'm like... They're 13 years old, dude, really? Yeah. I mean, I guess, but I don't know. That's kind of a jump. Yeah. I mean, there are 13-year-olds who do. I was way too nerdy as a child to ever be that type of kid. 
But yeah, they went straight there. That was like but, their first thought. And then when they all end up on the island, though, at the end, I'm like, well, now it's guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, that was a little bit like, what? They all, they're all on the. That was so weird, and I forgot, I totally forgot about that. I remember that the end, like, Tim Allen going to, like, live on the, or the island, the village with them, but then I didn't realize, (laughs) I totally forgot that the whole, Martin Short and his whole fucking family go to live, and then I guess it makes sense, because you're like, well, they are trying to avoid the Russian mafia, (laughs) and you want to talk about that storyline, too, for a second, like, what the shit? Yeah. You know who was funny, though, like, was funnier than Tim Allen was um, the kid who played Martin Short's son. Oh, He yeah. had the best one-liners in the whole movie. He was the funniest one. Yeah. Oh, Look yeah. the delivery. He was great. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Russians, that was ridiculous. I don't even know, like, like, what the point of that was. I mean, I guess I do, but... Or what they I thought the point was. Missed, like, okay, so there's there's stockbrokers. Is that they're what commodities they are? traders? They're oh, they're so what? they buy like um, commodities, like any kind of kind of raw, you know, like food stuff or raw materials That's or right. shit like that. So they so bought a shit ton of coffee beans. And when he was in Venezuela, he was like, sell the coffee beans at this higher rate. Because that's what they, that's what commodities traders do, is you buy it, and then you try to sell it at a better rate to make money. And then Martin Short didn't do it, and so when, by the time he got back, the the value had fallen, so they wouldn't make any money, they would lose money. So they went to the Russians, I guess. So they went to the Russians, because the Russian was willing to pay them more money than what the coffee was actually worth because he was laundering money through the sale. But he said, if I do this, you have to promise me it's not going to go below this value. And then it did go below that value. And so that's why he was going to break their legs or whatever. <laughs> I don't yeah, because there were, like, some certificates that... But it's had. a really... Actually, uh, now that I, like, go back over it, that's a really complicated thing for, like, little kids to follow. Like, yeah. <laughs> that is that is a storyline that totally was like did not it was a different movie yeah like, that was a totally different movie happening within this movie because mostly this movie was just like preteen blah 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 kid running around the city he doesn't know what obligation means yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's put him in terrible sweaters Oh, yeah, God, when they finally put him in clothes, they were like, let's put him in the worst clothes imaginable. Bright orange button-down bowling shirt. (laughs) Well, his clothes were very baggy then. Like, do you remember they all wore shit that was, like, three times too big for them? It was a very, like, yeah, it was that kind of skater boy thing. Yeah, that was popular then. But yeah, the 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 Russian thing, and I mean, I guess it was just all just a catalyst to have some kind of conflict in the movie, so that they could have the whole thing in the end where Mimi Siku saves everybody. Which I actually liked that scene. I actually liked at the end the whole sequence of like, you know, and Tim Allen having to use the like, because um, he finally dart. mastered the fucking blow dart. Yeah. Oh God, I forgot about the shit with the cat too. Which is that was stupid as fuck. That though. was because. That was so bad. Like, it was not even funny. I mean, I maybe when I was a kid, I thought it was funny. I don't know. But now it was just like, this is, like, not even funny. Well, because I was like, what are you doing? The cat's asleep. Just let yeah. it be asleep. Like, why is she going to think that's weird? Cats sleep most of the fucking time. I know. I was like, just go sit it in its bed or something and leave it. And he's all like. But he's like, flopping oh, it around. Yeah. And then, <laughs> rolling it around. Like, oh, this isn't weird. Yeah. Like, that would be way more suspicious to me. And I'm like, wait, why isn't my cat reacting to you, like, fucking, like, tossing it around? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that one, I think, was very much aimed at the little kid group. But it didn't work. 
Oh god. And then sorry, and then that also reminds me that that's during like his whole trying to like you know, have a special night with Darlene. And then he has to do the the Russian mob shit, but literally like after he thinks the the mob shit's handled, he t- I think he tells Mimi Siko again, like, oh, I gotta go do something with Darlene. I gotta go spend, like, a weekend with Darlene. Because we gotta figure shit out. Or something like that. Like, I think he was about to ditch him again. But it was like, you know, Mimi Siko's like, I understand. Like, what? He was never out. he took him out on the boat. That was, they were going to the Statue of Liberty. I don't remember him saying that. No, they went to the Statue of Liberty before all that. Because there was, like, a... Right? Oh, fuck. No, because that's where Mimi Siku says, I want to go home. And he's like, oh, you mean the jungle home. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, God. Some of these scenes are, I can't even put in, like, order. Because they don't make, it doesn't fucking make sense anyways. It was very confusing. And I don't know. The whole Russian thing, I felt like, just ended, like, way too easily. Like. He's just like, oh, I hate spiders, and you have spiders. I'll never bother you again. <laughs> like, I don't feel like the Russian mob works that way. <laughs> I think they keep coming back. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess they... Yeah, so, good thing they fucked off to the village. Yeah. That they're gonna have to live there forever, or else they're gonna get murdered <laughs> yeah. by the Russian mob. <laughs> Happy ending! Yeah. In a weird, fucked up way. Yeah, well, I don't know. It was, I mean, in some ways it was not as bad as I was expecting that it could be, but it was still pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I was, short run time, though, so it was. Yeah, I appreciated that. If you're going to be bad, (laughs) at least make it snappy. Yeah, but, like, I, I, of course, I'm like, of course I kind of liked this when I was younger. Makes sense. Yeah. Oh, and the um, part where they're in the park and he's like starts dancing to the little oh band. My god. Oh my god, they were so nineties. It was so crazy. That was oh. like the most nineteen ninety seven thing that ever. Was so funny because Mimi Seek was like, "Let me show you how to dance," and I'm like, "You're both terrible." Yeah, <laughs> you don't know how to dance. They were just either. like flailing. Oh goodness. Well, I don't know. I can't really, I can't think of much else that I. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I need some more coffee. Uh-huh. Uh Yeah. Okay, listeners. I'm gonna let you know. We're recording this at two in the afternoon. <laughs> don't pity her. <laughs> I've been outside working in my garden. I got a whole bunch of beans. They look good. Oh, so, by the way, Jungle to Jungle, though, it was a good, that was a good name change, because you know what the French movie version name was? I do. Little Indian Indian Big Big City. City. Not okay. No. And I watched the um, trailer of it on YouTube, and dude, they're like shot for shot remake, like, material. Like, it's exactly the same. (laughs) <laughs> they didn't even try God. I wonder if it was like really popular in France there has to be some reason that they wanted to do it here I'm sure Yeah. French humor does not always translate well in, except for the birdcage so I don't know Yeah. though they changed it a lot in the American one but yeah there's I don't yeah I mean it doesn't sound like it was too, that much different and I don't, I'm not going to go and watch the French one to, like, oh, no, <laughs> compare and contrast. I'm not going to do that to myself. Um, this and, uh, The 1997 Stinkers Bad Movie Awards, this movie was listed as one of the 30 dishonorable mentions <laughs> for the first picture. <laughs> Aww. Oh, wonderful. Well, it has a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's generous. Yeah, I know. It's very kind. I've seen the kid in other stuff, but I couldn't really remember what. Uh, that guy, he works. I mean, I've seen him in, he's been in stuff. He was in not another teen movie later on. That's right. He was yep. the, like, um, what's that guy's name? 
from American Pie. He was like his character. Yeah, kind of the Jason Biggs or whatever, or the I don't know. No, the more the attractive one, the Chris with the jaw. What's his name? Chris. Oh, you know that one. Something. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Chris Klein? Yes, Chris Klein. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 He was a, and I remember. Um, and then what? He he was in this. Um, well, so there's this British show called Being Human, and then they made an American version of it, and he was in the American version, and that was pretty good. Like, he's a good actor. Um, I don't see that. Hold on. Oh, it's just the end. But he's one of those guys that you'll see in stuff, like, like, he's notable, but, like, hasn't, you know, mostly just, like, you know, supporting roles yeah. kind of dude. Um, but I don't know, it's kind of nice to see a child actor who's still acting. It feels like a lot of them don't. Yeah! Yeah, he's doing good. He's acting more than Lily Sobieski is. I, I don't know, know what, what happened to her? I at least love her. I have her. no idea. Um, I love her. I oh, he was in this movie called Fanboys. Okay, I so I watched a trailer for that. Oh, you haven't seen it? it... I've seen it, but I, I keep hearing it. I know I'd like it. It's totally my wheelhouse, but... Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was any good or not, if it was worth watching it. But he was in the Superman Returns movie, the Zack Snyder one. Who played Superman in that? Henry Cavill. Oh, I haven't seen that. I've only seen yeah. the Brandon Ruth one, back, like the OG one. Yeah, that... I mean, I wouldn't call that the OG one. The OG is the new one. He was the first new Superman, wasn't he? Brendan Ruth. Wait, what? Chris. Brendan Ruth. Oh, Brendan Ruth, yeah. I think. Yeah, he was great. I mean, that wasn't even that great of a movie either, but the Zack Snyder one was just weird. Like, because he was like, let's get rid of all the things that people that make Superman Superman, and let's make him really fucking dark and an asshole but yeah he uh but um tim huntington played jimmy olsen who um, was actually superman's like childhood friend but he he's like he gets killed off immediately in like the beginning of the movie it was weird there were so many weird decisions with that i don't like the Zack snyder dc universe <laughs> i thought jimmy olsen was the one who was like his photographer or his photographer. Yeah, that's right. He was a photographer. But he, but he's, he's like killed. his friend. But they, ki- they kill him pretty fast. Oh, that's bullshit. It was weird. The whole movie was... It, it, all those movies. Not good. But you know what, though? Henry... I like Henry Cavill as a Superman. Yeah, Henry but like, Cavill's actually a pretty good actor. Good actor. Especially now that he's like in the Witcher show and everything. Like, I've never seen those. He used to be on the Tudors. He was good on the Tudors. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like he's a legitimately good actor. Those were just not good movies. I mean, I mean, Superman Return. I mean, like Superman had um fucking um Michael Shannon in it as General Zod, oh. and Michael Shannon's like an incredibly good actor, but it's still like you know was just a shitty movie. Yeah. Um. Do you remember? Um... <laughs> What was the name of that show? Wasn't it like Clark and Lois or something like that? Oh, well, yeah, Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark with, with, with Dean Kane. Uh, Kane. I used to love that show, and Terry Hatcher played Lois yeah. Lane. Terry Hatcher might be one of the best Lois Lanes, though. No lie, like from for that real. show. Yeah, for real. She's totally what I think of, like as Lois Lane. But that may just be because I watched that show, like, a shit ton in the 90s. I remember watching that show a lot. I don't remember... I mean, I was pretty young, so I don't remember every single thing about it. But I remember watching a good bit of that show. Mainly just that my takeaway was, like, damn, Dean Kane. <laughs> Dean Cain was... Every time he was on screen, I was like, he might yeah. be one of the most beautiful men I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, like... Especially at that time, he was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what movie I rewatched not long ago, and it's definitely very problematic, but it also has some very funny scenes um, that he was in. 
uh, was this movie called The Rat Race? Do you remember that? Oh, God. Is that the one where, like, the guys are trying to catch that rat? No, it's, um... Oh, no, that's a different one. No, you're thinking of Mousetrap, I think. (laughs) Which actually is a funny movie, I think. That would be a good one to do. I haven't seen it in a long time, Yeah. Hold on a second. The dog opened the door. Let me close it. Yeah, the dog. Um, but no, anyway, Rat Race is like, all these people are in a casino in somewhere, like, I don't, maybe Reno, and they all, like, pull these chips, and so they go up to this room, and this rich guy who's John Cleese is like, I set up this race. Oh, Rat Race, what am I, God? Yeah, you know, and yeah. then like John I Lovitz. just saw this movie. Yeah. I just saw it the other day. What am I doing? Or not the other day, like, I mean, it was like a month ago or so, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fucking, um, um, I think even Chris Klein is in that movie, isn't he? Is he? He might be. <laughs> oh, but it's got, um, oh, shit. Uh, Brecken oh. Meyer, who was real big. Is Whoopi Goldberg? Whoopi Goldberg's in that. Yeah. Um. It had, like, a lot of actually really big, funny people. Rowan Atkinson. Rowan, oh, yeah. Rowan Atkinson was fucking great. Rowan Atkinson's character is, like, my favorite one. Oh, my God. Um, But, yeah. I mean, it had some, like, kind of questionable things in it, too, because it was oh. very 2006-ish, I think, maybe when it came out. And then, oh, my God. Earlier. Did it? It may have. Yeah. And then, like, um, oh, yeah, you know, you're right. I think it did, because I... I was, like, maybe midway through high school, so it was probably more, like, 2003 or four. Yeah. But anyway. Um, 2001. 2001. Whoa. So I wasn't even I mean, in high school yet. I mean, it makes sense, because when I picture, like, Meyer in that movie at the time, too, like, that yeah. was, he was pretty young, and that was when he was, like, yeah. doing all those, like, a lot of those kind of comedies and college comedies and stuff. Yeah. That, yeah. And he was already working with, like, Seth uh, Green Seth at the time, Green. too. Yeah, Seth Green was real popular at that time. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was actually pretty funny, though, some parts of it. And then the shit at the end was Smash Mouth. Oh, my God. That was the oh, yeah. 2001 thing. <laughs> like, oh, look how cool we are. We're at a Smash Mouth concert. <laughs> <laughs> they were important for the time. <laughs> They oh really yeah, were. That movie, was, that movie was pretty great. It, it's pretty silly. Yeah, definitely not always the funniest, but yeah, like just I saw that like I guess a couple months ago. Yeah, I already forgot most of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember a lot of detail. I just remember thinking that some of it was pretty funny. Um. So okay, so this new movie just popped up on Netflix, and I was like. Okay, let me check it out. So I kind of just like blind dived into it without really looking to see what it was about. It's called Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, is that good? The story of Fire Saga. I watched Did the you trailer. Watch it? I haven't watched it yet. I highly recommend it. Okay. It was it way really better than I was expecting. Yeah, that's like I wasn't sure. It looked like it was either going to be pretty good or like really, really bad. I figured, I was like, well, if it's stupid, whatever. But I was like, let me give it a shot. It is surprisingly good. It was way, way better than it deserved to be. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, there were some, like, legit, I mean, funny, like, really hilarious moments. Like, lines that I'm, like, like, they're very quotable. And the music is fucking incredible. Like, the music is really, really good. And they have all these, like, you know, past, like, Eurovision winners in it and everything. And, oh, um um it's got my boy dan stevens in it who yeah. i love forever i saw he was in there yeah oh it's like 
it's great and it's not and you it hits these points where you think it's gonna be predictable or something but it doesn't do that at all it like honestly takes you around some curves you don't expect and it was it's just enjoyable it's like a really fun like a feel-good movie okay i'll watch it and i love rachel mcadams like She's Can you amazing. believe that she's 41? I looked that up the other day because I was wondering how old she was. That bitch looks like she's maybe 30. Like, I mean, she was 25 when she did Mean Girls. Yeah, and that's been, what, like 15, 16 years now? More? That's, it's been, wait, wait. I think it was wait. 2004, wasn't it? It was 2004, so, okay, so yeah, 16 years. Yeah. Yeah, she's, yeah, I mean, being an actor, yeah. <laughs> having that money. I guess she so. good for a long time. But she looks really, like, she looks naturally good. Like, it's yeah. not like she, she, like, she just looks like she's aging wonderfully. Yeah, because she doesn't wear, like, real heavy makeup or anything, like, yeah. But she, I mean, I'm always, like, she's actually such a good actress. I'm always pretty impressed because even in this movie, that's like fairly silly, you know, it's like, but the emotional moments like hit really well. And she, and she's just, I I think she's just fantastic. And Will Ferrell's great. I mean, this is one of the best Will Ferrell movies he's done in a long time. I love Will Ferrell. Yeah. And it's just nice. It was like, I was reading comments about it and people like from Europe and from Iceland and stuff. Cause it's like based on this, like, people from Iceland and everyone they were like this was so good and it like oh. <laughs> it was like this heartfelt and they actually got some like stuff accurate about Eurovision and that Europe and everything and I was like oh oh that's nice I mean I don't feel like Iceland's a super heavily represented country in movies yeah so <laughs> it was nice to see like because they filmed in Iceland and they filmed in Scotland like oh cool so and I mean it was shot gorgeously and the art direction was like really good I was like I highly recommend this movie. And all the songs from it are on Spotify, too. But go, just, like, dive into the movie and watch it. Yeah, I will. It's a, it's a, especially for the way things are right now, it's it's a much-needed feel-good movie. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I watched um, this movie, I think maybe it was on HBO. I can't remember how I watched it right now. But anyway... Um, called Ready or Not, and I wasn't sure whether it was going to be good or not, but actually, I really liked it. I recommend it. It's, uh, it's a weird premise. It's, like, this chick marries into this family, and you ha- they're, like, they made their money through, uh, board games and shit, so it's, like, whenever you join the family, you have to draw a card, and you play whatever game it is. But if you draw hide and seek, then the family has to kill you before sunrise. And she draws hide and seek. And so she, like, goes to hide and she doesn't know the family's going to kill her. Anyway, it sounds like it's a really weird, stupid premise. But it was actually, like, a really enjoyable, like, horror thriller kind of movie. It wasn't, it was more like horror comedy. It wasn't, like, super dark necessarily, but it was... There's still definitely a very thriller aspect to it. I mean, it was good. Oh. And okay. um, the chick who was the lead, like, I didn't think I was going to like her, but actually I really did by the end. And it, um, I can't remember her name right now, but her uncle is Hugo Weaving, you know, from oh, Lord of the Rings and everything. Yeah, I know Hugo. Yeah. Hey, back. <laughs> Yeah, but she was good, and she was, I haven't watched, um, have you seen that movie Guns Akimbo? Uh Uh-uh. I want to watch it. I've heard kind of mixed things about it. It's that Daniel Radcliffe movie where he's, like, got guns nailed to his hands or some shit like that. I don't know. I need to watch that one, too. But apparently she was in that. Anyway. I liked it. I would recommend it. Yeah, there's a lot of movies that... I'm like picking up on later because I mean I feel like so many movies come out that there are like so many movies I've like never even heard of. Yeah, I know, right? But so yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Um, oh, I finally saw Lady Bird. Oh, did you like it? 
I liked it a lot. It was really good. Yeah, I love I love it. Greta Gerwig. I can't wait for more of her movies. Yeah, I know. She is really good. I need to go back and watch Frances Ha. I've never seen it. I remember people saying it was really good when it came out. Yeah, I never saw that either. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think, have I watched anything else lately that was good? Because now we're to that part where we just talk about random shit we've been watching. Oh, yeah. Everyone's favorite part. Everyone's favorite part. I watched um, On Being a God in Central Florida. I had started it. And I think I was watching it through a trial thing or something that ran out. But then I just started finished. I started it over and finished it. And, man, it's a really good show. I feel like it has a few little plot flaws at some points. But the character development is, like, amazing. And Kirsten Dunst is awesome in it. And the guy who plays this, like, weird little kid. Like, well, he's not a little kid. He's, like, 23. But he's, like very young and immature but he's like super weird i don't know but the actor who plays him is really really good but anyway i would recommend it and it's all about like these people in orlando in the 80s who are like super into this like amway slash scientology like pyramid scheme cult it's interesting and Oh, and Hannibal, of course. We've talked about that. I've been watching Hannibal. Yeah, yeah you finished the second season, though, right? Yes. I've yeah, you're on the third season now? The first... I've watched the first two episodes of the sec- third season. Yeah, the third season takes a hard left turn, like, right out yeah, the gate. Yeah, it's interesting. I did not expect um, Jillian Anderson to come back like she did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic. Like, oh, that show is so bonkers. Yeah. But it's perfect for, like, that story. Because, I mean, the Hannibal story. Because they try to keep, I mean, the show definitely tries to stay more true to the books. Yeah. I've um, (laughs) never seen Red Dragon. I kind of want to watch it now because it's, I guess, the first Will Graham book or whatever well yeah and they made um so the first movie they made that was manhunter mm-hmm. in the 80s and that was red dragon and that is uh not good yeah, uh, I tried that's to what I heard. a couple of years ago and i was like oh this movie is not good. i mean like there's things about but it's so like slow drawn out 80s movie suspense like where too long of awkward sex scenes too long Mm. of you know pans of a beach house and shit like that it just ended up being boring and i'm like how are you making a story like this boring so yeah red dragon i saw red dragon in theaters i really liked it yeah i've heard it's actually pretty good um so i need to watch it i can't decide if i need want to watch it now we're wait till I'm done with Hannibal. But I think it won't, like, mess up anything that I don't already know. Like, I already know no. they're both still alive. You know what I mean? Like, so, whatever. The rest is whatever. Oh, and I started watching The Outsider. I watched the first episode. It's pretty good. I have to say, there were some things about Georgia that they got really wrong that really bothered me. And it's like, if you're going to set it here, like, get your facts straight. But other than that, it was fine. (laughs) It was good. Like, they got the population of Georgia, like, super wrong. He was like, at one point, he says something like, there's 4 million people in Georgia. No, there's not. There's like 4 million million people people in in Georgia. Huh? He said there was 4 million people in Georgia? Yeah, Georgia has like 10 million people. Hey, that's, yeah, Georgia's way more people than that. Yeah, and that, when he said that, I was like, is this set in the past, and I didn't catch it, and no, it wasn't, it was the current day, but, and then they're, they try, they always try to, like, throw in things that they think are local references, but, like, if you're a local, you hear how they don't sound right, 
you know, like, he was like, oh, you know, we were just stopped and we were watching the Braves game. And I don't know. It was just, like, very, it sounded very phony. It was not the way. Trying to adapt it because, of course, they were going to film in Georgia. So yeah. they were like, well, let's make it be in Georgia. And they wanted us to believe that so hard for some reason, even though, even though, I mean, Flint in the book is incidental to, like, a lot of the story like it's not that important so the fact they were trying so hard to establish like well but i feel like in the book there is a sort of uh implied like importance to the location as far as like being set in the midwest and that it's sort of implied that like the creature can feed more off of like the mental anguish and fear and shit of like basically, like, economic collapse and, like, blight and shit like that, you know? And, like, I don't know that I get that as much with this one, at least not yet. Like, maybe that will come in. But I kind of felt like that was part of, like, why it was set where it was set. I don't know. I haven't even gotten to the part where Holly comes in yet, so we'll see. I'm interested to see what um, this actress's Holly is like. I always imagined Holly being older for some reason. Well, she is in the book. Is she? Yeah. Okay. Like, she's not, not, she's younger than, um, than, uh, uh, what's his name? The main guy of the the fucking story. Oh, Ralph? Uh, Ralph. Yeah. She's younger than, she's younger than Ralph, but... Yeah, and, like, not crazy. She's, like, in the books, I think she's supposed to be, like, just, like, early, maybe early 40s, late 30s. Yeah. I kind of saw her more as, like, 40s. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, she was younger than, um, I can't remember his name, the detective from, like, Mr. Mercedes and all this. Oh, oh yeah. She's yeah. I want to see the Mr. Mercedes TV show. I've heard it's actually really good, but it's on one of those weird little, like, networks that nobody gets. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe one of these days I'll get around to it. Yeah. I thought about, like, checking out the books, but there's other Stephen King books I want to check out more than that, too, though. Um... Mr. Mercedes was good, actually. I like that one, and, um, what, what, what's the other one? The, the middle one in that series, I really liked. The third one was okay. It was not my favorite. Um, Stephen King wrote this book for this, like, series that they did. I can't remember. Some publisher did it. It was some kind of, like, Pope Revival kind of series, and it's called Joyland, and it's actually really good. I would um, recommend checking it out. It's a little different than some of his other stuff. Actually, I want to reread it. I need to find my copy. Oh, I did just read his new short story book that came out, uh, Elevations. Oh, I haven't read that yet. Good! Is it good? That was good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. It's not really, you know... You know, it's not really spooky, scary, or anything, but it's definitely more, like, fantastic, kind of, yeah. like, grounded fantasy in a way. Okay. I don't know. I liked it. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. I still need to read, um, what's that one that just came out not long ago? The Institute, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that one, too. Yeah. Anyways... This is not a Stephen King podcast, I guess. No, we could do one. Yeah, actually. I, I wouldn't necessarily say no yeah. to a Stephen King podcast. It's not a half bad idea. <laughs> um, well, next time we were going to do The Wicker Man, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Our next movie is The Nicholas Cage Wicker Man. The Nicholas Cage Wicker Man, yes. No, I mean I, I love me the OG Wicker Man. I've seen both. Uh the OG Wicker Man is ridiculous in its own special way. Yeah. I may rewatch the original one too just because it's been so long. 
I would. It's fun. I mean, Chris, I mean, this, this was at the time when Christopher Lee was at the height of his Hammer film fame, and he's just, like, having a blast, and he's, and he's just, she's great in this movie, if you want to hear fucking him, and it's, like, it's weirdly a musical, too, which is also, like. Yeah. That's interesting. um, I didn't remember that it was kind of a musical. In a weird way. Okay. Christopher Lee does some singing and it's great. <laughs> voice. And he's yeah. so and it's funny too because it's like this was during like his hammer film stuff, but it was like one of the few ones where he wasn't necessarily like playing a monster. So it's just him in like his nice like, you know, seventies leisure suit and his hair is all like quaffed and he looks great. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah, I don't I saw I'm trying to remember. I believe it was when I was living in that house over on um, Rockbridge with Maris. So that would have been, what, 2008-ish when that I was, saw Wickerman the it last was, time? Maybe it was 2008, yeah. Because I was, yes, it was. It was 2008. Yeah. I think it was, and I remember, I think Lily Sobieski's in it. Oh, she is. She is, yes. yeah. Sobieski vehicle. And um, I just remember Nicolas Cage on an island and creepy ladies in, like, old-timey dresses and then the bees. And was there a bear at some point, maybe? There was a bear costume. Yeah. Which, which is, it, it is... It's going to be really funny watching this, too, especially after watching, like, Midsummer and stuff yeah. like that. That has, like, you know, clearly slightly influenced. Yeah. But, like, like, I mean, just as far as, like, the whole cult storyline goes. Um, yeah, I might rewatch that, the original, too, because it'll be fun to talk about, like, the parallels and everything. And just how, like, the remake just kind of went off the rails. Because, like, I, I watched this movie, I was... Yeah, I was at my aunt's house in North Carolina with uh, with one of my friends, actually, and we were, like, this, we went on a trip together, and so we were, like, staying over her attic and watching this movie, and I re- it was the first time we'd ever seen it, and I just remember laughing the hardest I'd laughed <laughs> in a long time, and I, and I'm just, like, I'm solidifying my love for Nicolas Cage, but I'll, but I had seen, like, the original Wicker Man by this point, so watching this movie, I was like, well, this is a totally different movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, and it's, it's trying, the problem with it is that the, like, why it's, like, it's funny, but it's still a bad movie. And I'm going to watch it. I'm going to enjoy it. But it's not a good movie where the original Wicker Man actually is ridiculous, but it's still an actual good movie. Like, because it, it, it we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get yeah. Into it. We'll get but into it. Yeah. I, I'm really excited, though. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm interested to see, to remember just how bad it is because I remember it's really silly, but I also watched it the first time in a group of people, you know, like, and that always, like, makes it even more goofy, so, I don't know, I'm interested to see what I think of it this time. Yep, I'm excited. I was trying to look up and see what happened to Lily Sobieski, but... I feel like I saw that she was in something, like, a TV movie or something not long ago, like, it was not, like, a big thing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, it was weird when I'm, like, clicking on IMDb, it's just pulling up her bio and not her, like, movie list. Whatever. Whatever, Lily. Do you remember this one movie she was in called The House of uh, Glass or whatever? It was, like, this thriller. I really liked it. I don't think I ever saw it, but I think I remember, like, seeing a trailer for it. Thrillers where children were involved because people are really into child endangerment (laughs) (laughs) yeah wasn't that kind of one of those um i know what you did last summer kind of i mean it was better it was it was definitely like done fairly well i it was about um this like 
brother and sister and they're like foster kids and i think they were just they got adopted by like this kind of young you know husband and wife and they like seem you know and they're like clearly very successful and they have a big glass house and they're like but then like there's creepy stuff going on too and something and i don't know somebody tries i think the mom tries to murder them at some point but i remember being pretty good i don't know i remember liking okay maybe i'll try it sometime recent thing she was in was in 2018 and yeah it was a tv movie oh okay so yeah i don't know i don't know why they stopped being into her i mean the movie industry's hard man yeah. Who knows? There could be all kinds of reasons. She could just be like, I don't want to play the game. Because yeah. I feel like to, I feel like in in Hollywood especially, like to get to a certain level, you gotta play. You're playing some kind of a game. You know, it's a whole thing. You know, you gotta like, you gotta be able to like, be cool with a lot of things. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And fucking the whole hierarchy is shady as shit to me. Yeah, for sure. The whole A-lister thing and D-lister and how all that happens. It's kind of, it's all fucked up because it's like, there are so many people, like, there there are definitely actors who are considered D-list actors that I've seen in stuff where I'm like, you're a better actor than some of these A-listers. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, it's obviously a whole, I mean, fucking Scarlett Johansson's an A-list actor. (laughs) Do I think she deserves that title? I don't know. Do I, think I like she's a bad actor? No, Johansson. I don't think she's a bad actor. But I don't, I don't know if she deserves this whole A-list level status. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't even think Gwyneth Paltrow deserves it. Oh fuck Gwyneth Paltrow! Gwyneth Paltrow, Paltrow I will fight anybody on this. <laughs> she's <laughs> a bad actress, and she tries to kill people, telling them to put eggs in their coochie and shit. Now she's trying to get everyone to smell her orgasm. Stop it, Gwen. She has candles that smell like her orgasm. Like, no one asked. Why do you keep doing this? I do not care what you want to shove up your hoo-ha. Don't tell me about it. I don't care. I want to know. Oh, Lily Sobieski was in Drop Dead Diva in an episode. Oh, I liked that show. Oh, I liked that show. <laughs> I didn't I didn't finish it all the way to the end because for me it kind of like it got weird after a certain point. It did get weird after like, oh. a certain point. Yeah. But I watched it to the end because I had to see what happened. And the ending was kind of weird. I didn't super love it. I think I remember reading like how it ended and being like, what? That's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> But that, that's a, the show with a weird-ass concept that I can't imagine would have been easy to end, no matter what. Because they took it in all kinds of crazy directions. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I don't know. I guess that's... Sorry, I... Oh, well, Ooh. it's... Oh, well, pushing it past Virginia's bedtime. <laughs> it's almost 3.30 in the <laughs> afternoon. And we gotta go, so she will miss and go to sleep. I have to take my nap. (laughs) 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 Well, we will reconvene for the Wicker Man soon. Mm. Yes. Yes. We'll see. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.